Hello, hello out there. It is re-checking in. This podcast is going to be a talk just with me, and I'm going to talk about what is self-care for real life and in real life. So before I delve into this topic, I want us to together take a moment to just pause. breathe, and settle into our conversation. So self-care is a term that is now, um, has gone mainstream. And uh, what I hope to clarify and hopefully make simple and practical is the concept of self-care. And also, I'm hoping to give you some very clear and very um, basic tools and takeaways that you can immediately use to start your own self-care practice and self-care journey. So to help frame the discussion about why why self-care, I want to take an excerpt from our book of the month. um, we have for our Lola uh, semester one, our book of the month is called The Book of She, Your Heroine's Journey into the Heart of Feminine Power by Sarah Avant Stover. And I found an excerpt on page 66 that helps frame the discussion about why self-care. Attunement for adults. One of my earliest memories dates back to preschool. Alone in the blue tiled school bathroom, I sat on the toilet, feet dangling beneath me, my urine-drenched overalls crumpled around my ankle. I hadn't wanted to inconvenience anyone because I had to go to the bathroom. So I held it and held it and held it and co- until I couldn't hold it any longer. The denial of my own need continued in varying degrees until my adult years. Working too long without taking a break, staying up too late, even when I was tired, saying yes to invitations when I really wanted to just stay cozy on the couch. We're raised to be good girls, diminishing our own needs while prioritizing those of others. When our parents either shamed or didn't listen to our needs, we cut ourselves off from our inner guidance, creativity, free expression, and even our own unique likes and dislikes. I hope this frames the context because self-care is really your journey and your practice to reconnect to your inner guidance, your creativity, and your free, authentic self. All right, so let's get down to business. I want to clarify from, from my perspective and my experience. What is self-care and what is not self-care? So self-care is, it originated like in, in, in hospitals and healthcare settings. That's, that, that's the birth of the concept of self-care. It's invented by a prominent nurse um, who wanted to explore the concept of self-care 
um, amidst a clinical trial to basically explore and find out if nurses were able to teach their patients basic skills to take their medicine, um, notice the signs of when they need to take their medicine, and also follow up on their own like dietary plan. Little by little, can the nurses help the patients improve their own health care by, again, instilling taking care of themselves and seeing themselves as their first doctor as opposed to the nurse or the doctors in the hospital. So I hope I was clear with that. But the concept of self-care as it originates out of the field of healthcare is that you are your first physician. You are your first doctor. You are your first nurse. What does that mean? Well, you have on one end of the spectrum, healthcare. So that's when you physically go out or access, um, you know, your, your healthcare services to a hospital or to, or, or to therapy or whatever. On the other side of the spectrum, you have self-care, meaning that there is a cause and, a, and an opportunity for you to take note of your own symptoms and signs that you are not well and you need care. And there are things you can do not to circumvent or replace what care you can get from a physician or a therapist or a doctor, but you have sole agency. You have, you have power first to notice the signs and symptoms of dis-ease and um, of, of illness or uncomfort. And there are things that you can do to help soothe, cope, maybe even stabilize until you can get to your doctor or to your, or to your, your therapist. And on a day-to-day -day basis, there are elements of, within self-care that are actually preventive and can help rebalance and restore a state of health and well-being. For example, the concept of food as medicine, you know, that concept of whatever, whatever you want to eat, whatever you enjoy eating. There are some basic ideas that as long as it is fresh and from the earth, and hopefully home cooked, that just that alone can impact and enhance your daily health and well-being. Let me close the window. So we have food as medicine. You have, um, um, I'm just trying to think of another, oh, uh, tools and practices like, you know, meditation for anxiety, you know, that's a, that's a self-care practice in terms of, you know, until you're able, or um, if you're, if you're not able to get into immediate therapist or go to, or, or, you know, seek those services, you can practice meditation yourself, at, you know, build a meditation practice that complements your mental health um, toolkit, you know, you can do it you can hone your you know you can hone these skills you can you know you are responsible for whatever your um you seek out to do to take care of your health and well-being yes the doctor or the therapist may write the prescription or they may you know they may roll out a set treatment for you but the onus is always upon a spiritual level the onus is always on you for your healing which 
circles me back to what I first start with as self-care is a it's a paradigm shift it actually is a way of thinking that I can heal I have the capacity I have some agency I have an effect on my health and my healing and I drive that because it's me so yes self-care is it's a paradigm it's a way of thinking it's a belief system that you are your own healer and that you can heal um and it's 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 believing like you know believing that and it's acting on it through daily practice so um i also want to tie in you know intuition you know intuition is a component of self-care because actually i can use this moment to to teach another simple skill okay if you don't know where to start with self-care if it's overwhelming it's too much you go on the internet it's too much going on how about this turn everything off find a quiet space close your eyes put your hand over your heart and ask yourself what do i need right now what is my body telling me And see if your inner voice, if you hear your inner voice, your intuition knows too. Your body intuitively knows and your intuition knows. You, your inner voice, your inner self knows how to care for you. You know, as the book points out, talks about how our, most of our development as women, you know, we come, we come here as little girls and, and we, you know, we drink when we're thirsty. You know, when we're thirsty, we say, mama or daddy, you know, I want something to drink. If we're tired, you know, the toddlers that are tired, hey, they're tired. You know, um, when you're a little girl, you know, you see something you want to do, you run to it, right? And then as older and older we get, it seems like, <laughs> it's so funny, I did the double entendre. As preschool girls, you see the girls running, running to what they love, the playground, loving to what they enjoy, the sandbox, running to their friends, running to their parents, running to their grandparents. And it seems like the older we get, something has happened that has gotten in the way over the years where I... I'll speak for myself. I, as a 38-year-old woman, find myself running from the things I know that make me feel good or running from the things, the, the things I need to do to take better care of myself and sustain my wellness, running from the things that give me joy, running from the things that replenish and restore my batteries when I, when I feel depleted. So I just want to tie that in that, you know, a, a key component that you can use right now it's your intuition to start exploring yourself or starting or exploring your self-care journey. I feel that it would be good to share with you all what I do for self-care. Um, and I'm going to use the ABCs as a structure, but I'm hoping that what I describe is helpful because these are what I'm getting ready to describe using the ABCs are real everyday things that I do to um, to practice my self care and that I found to be helpful in developing my self care journey. Because also too, I just want to point out self care in real life means this: your body's needs, your spiritual needs, your 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 mind needs, your, your feelings, what you need to 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 heal your heart and to to heal your emotions. We change season to season, just like Mother Nature. And so over cycles and seasons, our self-care, our self-care our self ebbs and flows. So what I'm going to share with you 
are, you know, I don't do these every day, okay? Um, I don't, you know, there's, there's not a formal or structure to it, but these tools and these concepts are my go-to. And I know that when I, when I do them and when, in my, when I need restoration and replenishment and care for myself, and I, or I need to extend compassion, these things help me. So again, it's kind of like you can take what you will, try to experiment and explore and see what works for you. So, all right, Reese ABCs of self-care. A is for Ayurveda. Now, I have been very uh, informally exposed to Ayurveda. I, Ayurveda is a, is a key uh, tenet of our Lola school and uh, the, the themes that we learn through Lola. The, our school and community are built on the foundations of Ayurveda and yoga. So I want to say that because um, my exposure has been very, very holistic. Like it hasn't been very technical. Like I never went to an Ayurvedic school, but the concepts, the overall concept of Ayurveda is this and this only. That our bodies, our spirits, and our minds are a direct reflection of the cycles and the, the energies of mother nature. And dis-ease and illness come from uh, sustained patterns of being out of sync and out of nature with yourself and being out of sync with the seasons and the cycles of nature. So very high level, A is for Ayurveda. A is also for art. So you can see behind me that if I'm going through tough times in my life or hey, I, I mean, art gives me joy as well. Um, it's a therapy for me. So again, you know, it try to see, you know, a lot of, a lot of people I'm noticing when I go in creative art circles, I see adults saying, oh, I'm not an art person. I want to challenge you today in the spirit of self-care to see if that's true. You know, tr maybe try an art class, go to an art circle, see what happens. Because again, as we have grown up, creativity channels to, 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 to uh, tools to channel our creativity, you know, has, um, goes away as the, you know, as the science and the, the math and the, you know, all these quote unquote other uh, important subjects come, come sailing in the older we get in schools, the art and the music comes out. And I just want to just encourage you all in the spirit of self-care to explore art. Art may be a, 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 a helpful for you. Okay, B, self-care. B is for boundaries, okay? Now, this is a whole nother, nother talk, but I'm gonna try to make it short and sweet. B is for boundaries. A boundary is a protection. It is, it is, it is a way that you set a structure and you set limits on yourself or, on, or, or, or you know, with others in your relationships, but you need boundaries because boundaries help you hold a container so that you'll, you can hopefully, when you're cut, you know, boundaries will help you, can help you tap into noticing and being aware of what you need before the cup keeps running over. Your boundary is kind of like that that gauge of oh okay this is the things i need to do to make sure that my cup that, that too that my life doesn't get too full or you know that my cup doesn't fill over your but you need boundaries 
to protect yourself, to protect your feelings, to protect your energy, and to protect you spiritually. You need boundaries. C is for candles. Um, I don't know if you can see in the background, but candling in all religious and spiritual spaces, candles have been used to ignite and to provide a space and a space and 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 space for reflection. And I find that um, during times where I may need to calm down or reground and recenter, just the simple practice of, you know, coming to a table and lighting a candle and just, you know, literally lighting a candle and, and just journaling, you know, or if I have an affirmation of the day or a prayer, you know, putting the candle along with my prayer or affirmation just seems to help me on a spiritual level with my self-care. It's a, it's, a, it's a natural point that I can focus on and reflect on without thinking of anything else. I can just like hone in and set my intention on the flame and, you know, that works. So C is for candles. D is for dancing. You know, get out there and move. You know, if, you, if you're overwhelmed with feelings of, of, of stuck or rut or just yuck, you know, get up, shake your booty, turn on the music, turn it up and just dance. You know, dance wherever you are and dance however you are. E is for emotions, your emotional uh, self. So self-care is a, is a big idea, but there, you have to, there's self-care for your, for your emotions, there's self-care for your, your mind and your mental health, there's self-care for your physical body, and then there's self-care for your emotions. So E is for emotions, it's for your feelings, and getting comfortable to name and tame your emotions, whatever that means to you, and whatever you need to do to do that, that is part of your self-care, feeling the feels. Oh, F, feeling the feels. So um, this is a concept from a book called Burnout, Unleashing the, um, the Cycles of Stress. And feeling the feels actually is, is just allowing yourself to sit with your emotions and allowing yourself to you know, identify your emotions. That's part of your self-care. Because guess what? If you... If you get caught in a place and space where you're suppressing your emotions, that is clinically and spiritually proven to drive dis-ease, uncomfort, and an illness. So getting, you know, getting aware and familiar with your emotional self, what do you need to be emotionally whole and well, and allowing yourself space and time to feel the field is extremely a poor, important part of self-care. Now, an, a clear example of feeling the feels in real life. If you feel sadness and you need to cry, cry. Crying in real life, self-care. If you feel sadness, you feel the tears welling up, you have to let it flow. The tears are cleansing. It's your body's way of digesting the sadness or the down, downward feelings. Allow yourself to do that. That's a small act of self-care. G is for good. The good, the good, the good. Lean into whatever um, you see that is good and that lifts your mood and that makes you feel good. Because feeling good is a mood, it lifts your mood. You know, everyone uniquely knows what lifts their mood and what makes them feel good in life, what gives them joy. Lean into it. Lean into the good in your life, um, whatever that means for you. I think that's a one of my self-care practices for me leaning into the good um looks like 
positive thinking or affirmations, you know, constantly, uh, like I feel myself going into a downward spiral of anger and irritation. I can pull myself out of that by taking a moment and taking a pause to come out of that spiral and lift it up by seeing the good in my life. So see the good in your life. That is something you can do for self-care. H is for healing. Okay, H is for healing. We are healing. It is a process. Self-care is a healing process. It's not overnight. It's not a one-time deal. Your self-care is a continual process and journey. I is for intention and I is for intuition. So intention, uh, simply put for real life, an intention is a set point for how you want to feel, how you want to live, who you want to be, what, you, what do you want in your life. You have to set an intention. That's a part of self-care. Because we, you, we all, we all, we're human beings and there's an innate part of us that functions better when we set ourselves up for what we want to see in the future, as opposed to looking in the past and going behind and ruminating over what is already gone and already dead. Setting an intention puts you on the path to your future self, yourself in the making, yourself in the possibility. So eyes for intention, eyes for intuition, your inner voice. What are you really saying? Your inner voice, your inner truth, your intuition is something that innately knows what you need for your care. And I challenge you all to explore that. J is for joy. Again, same thing with the good. Chase what gives you joy. What gives you joy? Write it on paper. What gives me joy? Whatever is under that statement, what gives me joy? Dive into that. That's a part of your self-care. Journaling. I love writing, getting things on paper. It's, it's, it's a way to get, get stuff out of my head and into the physical and into and onto paper. Um, I find that, you know, keeping, you know, just keeping a diary or keeping a journal to, to help me process or help me identify what's going on in my life. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. For me, it's a great self-care practice. Again, it's not a magic bullet, but it's just one of the many tools in my kit. K is for kindness. Now, kindness. I know we hear a lot about kindness and compassion. Every time, everywhere we turn around, practice kindness. Practice self-compassion, and at the end of the day, it's like, what is it? There's been a lot of work done around this and a lot of books written around kindness, but I'll tell you like this from my days of teaching preschool. Self-kindness is doing to yourself, saying to yourself, treating yourself as if you are phenomenal. And I mean phenomenal because Everybody listening to this right now, to this podcast, each and every one of you has a unique, beautiful essence about you. And I'm not saying beautiful on the external, I'm talking about on the internal. We all have gifts that we bring to this world. And practicing kindness is the act of recognizing just that, that you are good enough, that you are special and you are human. And yes, you make mistakes, 
but it's going to be okay and you're doing the best you can this is a this 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 is a, these are examples of being kind to yourself just recognizing the phenomenal you the real you the raw you and when there's things going on that may be beyond you see if you can catch yourself and speak good to yourself speak to yourself as if you would your friend <laughs> and preschool we say would you say that to your friend <laughs> so you know be kind to yourself say 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 talk to you as if you're your best friend hey get to know you as if you're your best friend <laughs> um love l is for love l-o-v-e l-o-v-e love 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 <sighs> love is the opposite of fear love is is good so what you love in your life lean into that lean into what you love lean into who you love that you know having those positive uplifting relationships is part of self-care as well okay m is for your mental self or your mental health so remember we were talking about when we talk about self-care you're talking about caring for the different aspects of yourself the emotional you the mental you the physical you and the spiritual you so m is for your mind m is for your mental health it is for your mind your mind is just just one component of your whole self. I wanna point that out because a lot of times we get trapped in just the mind plane. Self-care and these tools, this array of tools that I'm sharing with you is so important because it takes that approach, the approach that you can heal, the approach that you, you, you're responsible for healing all aspects of you helps you balance yourself out in a way where you just don't get set on, like set in, in your thoughts thought negative thought traps and negative thought loops and your mind could be two two realms you know your mind could be a, a garden or your mind could be a prison and by the way that you see yourself and take care of yourself you make that choice day to day and minute to minute is my mind a garden today am i thinking good things am i am i am i growing new thoughts new ideas new experiences or am i telling myself the same thing i told myself five years ago or am i you know am i am i you know stuck in 1979 you know am i you know am i stuck back there that's the prison so your mind m is for music 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 everyone knows that nih and everyone loves to talk about it at national institutes of health how music music is medicine so whatever music you love turn that music on be in that music play it in the house play it at work your music listening to music that lifts your mood and makes you feel good that's part of your self-care movement moving the body that's that's back to d for dance but however you want to move you know some people do you know biking some people do dance some people go to the gym some people go for walks some people do intuitive movement some people you know do different things but whatever you feels good to your body to move it movement is part of your self-care that takes care of the physical body gets the juices flowing blocks stagnant energy gets flow back into your lungs and flow flow back into your circulatory system. It's by moving. So M is for movement. N is for no. That goes back to B for boundaries. N is for no. We have to learn how to say no because we are humans. We're not machines. We have limits. M, N, excuse me, N is for no. 
no, no, no. You know, I can go on about this, but using your intuition or your gut feeling, if there are things that you just ain't feeling or things that you know are going against your life, against your your health, you gotta say no. And again, I know that sounds a little, you know, a little too too raw and real, but you know, self-care is about simplicity. So if there are things in your place, in your space, and in your world that you ain't feeling and you're not, you're just not in alignment with, there is your cue to practice self-care by saying no to it so that you can start strategizing and open yourself up to possibilities to fit in for yes. Oh, it's for open. Okay, again, <laughs> great segue. Being open, open-minded, open to trying new things, reading new books, meeting new people. Be open-minded to trying new things that speak to, oh, that might make me feel better. Like, oh, I want to try that. That's your intuition. Try it. Be open. Be open-hearted as well. Be open-hearted as well. Um, find your way and find your path to heal dark matters of the heart, such as seeping sadness and grief and anger. These range of emotions actually closes our hearts and it actually has they actually have been proven to have cardiac effect like effects on our cardiology on a physical level so do what you need to do to get your healing if you're grieving you know keep making steps do what you need to do to, to process through your grieving if you're sad do what you need to do to process and move these emotions if you're angry do what you need to do that's a part of your self-care and only you know and can be led to what tools can help you, but helping you remove those blocks in your heart will help you open it up and open more life and bring more health, more well-being in. So always for open. P is for physical, your physical body. Again, taking care of things. If your physical body, if you're sleepy, get some sleep. If you're thirsty, go drink water. If you have to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. I know this sounds a little, you know, elementary but again it, these are elementary things these fundamentals and these basics are part of all part of self-care the little little and the big big all part of self-care all part of self-care p is for present learning how to sit in the present moment and learning how to see the good and the love and the joy in right now that's part of self-care and that's a practice um I am constantly healing and recovering from anxiety and anxiety looks like a lot of like fear of what's going to happen and fear of the future. And I'm finding that the more and more I do things, these things that I'm sharing with you to cultivate my self-care, it keeps me in the present moment and it helps me feel better. Q is for quiet. Q, quiet. Find place and space for quiet in your life. And I know we have a very audience, but quiet experiment with quiet even if it's for 30 seconds you know in the bathroom quiet quiet creates space space in your mind space to slow down and quiet creates space to just breathe i should add that to be b is for breath and breathing okay r rest Rest as a self-care practice. We are human beings. We are not machines. Rest does so much for ourselves, and it's good for the body. And we all have unique needs in terms of what kind of rest um, 
each body needs. But if you're sleepy, get the sleep that you need. Um, if you if you feel too if you feel like your life and you're chasing your tail and your life is getting away from you, hey, stop, stop, because it's your life. Make some adjustments and see if you can work in a block of time to do nothing, so you can rest. There's this wonderful book called Daring to Rest that I would recommend that everyone reads. It completely changed my idea about rest and the importance of it. And rest as a revolutionary strategy for women. I'm going to say it again. Rest, you know, rest is a revolutionary strategy. Why is that? Because we as women, we're always programmed and conditioned to be busy, taking care of everyone. And again, that trajectory sets us up for dis-ease and imbalance. But we have the solution, rest rest for self-care s is for spiritual so it's the spiritual aspect of you your spiritual aspect of you is your deeper and higher connection to either a higher source a higher power your higher purpose and a connection to um to 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 feeling connected to people you know and again i know this is a touchy subject but just feeling connection you know your spiritual self craves to feel connection so Whatever you feel called to do to nourish you on a soul and spiritual level, those are the things you need to do for your self-care. But see, again, these, this is unique. Your self-care is unique. It's not about picking up what somebody said and trying to put it right on you. It's, you got to try different things. You got to take time to be quiet and still and ask your intuition, what do I need? What does my soul need? What does my mind need? What does my heart need? you know, but your spiritual self, very important. T is for time management and T. Now, Pleasant talks about planning, planning, planning all the time. <laughs> planning is a critical component to taking your life back. It's your life, it's your health, and it's your time. So if you don't take it back, I mean, who else, who else would? But T is for time. I want to lay that out. You got to plan and put time in your life and your schedule for your self-care. It's not going to magically happen. You have to make it happen by managing your time and making time for your own self-care. T is for T. T-E-A. I love my tea. I love it, love it, love it. I love tea of all flavors. I started to grow into using my morning tea as, a, as my own like little me time even if it's for five minutes but I love tea I love I love it it's it, it's it's I mean tea time is is my thing so anywho for, take it for women's world self-care for real life tea time you is for unique I said this earlier when you thinking about your self-care and like what you need it's going to be for you 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 and your unique needs and your unique story and your unique life so keep that in mind that self-care is about you because you are unique it's not about everybody else it's about you v is for vada now back to the ayurveda piece ayurveda is an indian medical system that basically um helps to bring healing based on uh profiles of some, you know, based on a profile framework of that would describe someone um, physically, emotionally, and mentally. So Vata is in Ayurveda. Vata is a is a is a profile of a person of like myself who tends to be small frame on a physical level of small frame, um, of, um, 
you know, doesn't really have a, have a consistent appetite, can get easily wound up, easily anxious, racing mind, racing thoughts, chasing tail, moving too fast, fear, 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 future, future, future thinking, what if, what if, mind in a tailspin. Um, and I, I, B is for Vata because Rita is Vata, but Vata is also, it can, it can, in the mainstream, if you find that your mind, your mental state is unstable and chaotic, explore Ayurveda to see if there are some Vata uh, there, there's, there's for every profile, the other profiles are Kapha and Pitta, but for me, for my self-care journey, and I'm sharing with you things that work for Rita's self-care journey and self-care practice, doing the things that nourish the, the Vatas are, are very helpful. Now, Vatas, in terms of a natural element, is like airy and up in the air, and so the medicine for people who are having uh, a range of mental health issues are doing things that ground and center and nourish you on a physical level. So what that means is eating foods that are heavy, eating more often, you know, getting the digestion and getting food into your system. So because because again, that's that, the lack of food and nourishment in the system is what's driving some of the of the anxiety. But anywho, just what I'm just pointing out is just you know back to Ayurveda, um, looking into. Uh, looking up, look into Vata, look up Vata, look up Ayurveda and see if there are some, um, some, some, uh, med see if there's some medicine or some possibilities for you to get your healing Ayurvedically. Uh, w is for water, 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 water. Our bodies are mostly water. We are women. Our wounds are tied into the moon. The moon pulls on water. We uh, women are very attuned to the emotional realm and the emotional realm is water. Drink your water. Water is cleansing. It helps detox the tissues, keeps the brain going and functioning. I mean, water is good for the joints. Water is good for our bodies. For well women, if you want to be a well woman, get your water in. And, and the intake is different for everyone because we're unique. But if you feel dehydrated and you kind of know like, oh, I don't drink enough water, get your water in. Access for experiments and explorations. Okay, so in our Lola school, um, experiments and or, or community or world, experiments and explorations is just uh, a fine way of just saying try new things. That is critical to your self-care. So like back to the healthcare piece. Okay, y'all, when you go into a hospital or you go into a clinic and you get your, you know, your, your paper, um, I forgot, my, 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 the, my, the words are saving me, you get your, um, your follow-up paper, right? That on the self, like what the doctor is saying, like take this medicine, go to sleep, uh, you know, drink two to four glasses of water. When the doctor is giving you that, that's an experiment and exploration, but it's because it's the, because of the doctor, you know, we don't see, we don't, we kind of put that in a different realm. You can do your own experiments and explorations to see if I do this, will it make me feel better? You can do your own. Step into your life and try new things to see if, okay, if there's something that I think may have an impact on my health or my well-being, let me try it. Trying new things and experimenting to see what works and what doesn't is a critical part of your self-care in terms of does it make me feel good how did it make me feel oh i noticed you know it, i do i did see a change you have to do those experiments and aspirations to to develop your own self-care journey and practice now let me clarify because i may have scared people i'm not saying when a doctor is giving you something it's an experiment but let, let's say this 
when a physicians are giving you, you know, you follow up paperwork, the, the treatment, the standard of treatment is always based on because a previous scientist did a range of experiments. So even in, you know, even in healthcare, there, the, the, the concept of trying the new to discover what is the medicine is always in play. So do it for yourself. You're your first doctor, you're your first physician. Try new things, experiment and explore what makes you feel better. Just do it. <laughs> and only you know, Oh, I may have a concept of what makes you feel, what, what you're attracted to, what would make you feel better. Only you know that. No one else knows that. So experiment with it. Explore. And why, of course, is for yoga. Yoga, yoga, yoga. And for me, yoga is, is, is a mind-body practice. It's not about just bending the body. For me, again, because I, I'm healing from anxiety and a whole lot of, like, racing thoughts stuff, yoga, to me, is, you know, it helps me bend the body and the mind. It helps me turn my thoughts from negative to positive. It helps me turn my emotions from a downward spiral to an upward spiral. By that, I mean, you know, a downward spiral. Oh, I wake up, it's raining. Shoot, I hate when it rains. Now that it's raining, traffic's gonna be bad. Traffic's gonna be bad. Now I'm gonna be mad. At, you know, that negative spiral. Yoga is a practice for me that helps me bend my mind and back and turn it over into a positive loop. Oh, look at that. It's raining this morning. That means that everybody's getting, well, not everybody, excuse me, the plants and trees are getting their water. Thank goodness for that. Oh, it's cooling. Okay, yes, I love the rain. I'll step into it. It's just rain. I'm not going to melt. You see the positive? <laughs> you can change from the positive to the negative to the positive. And yoga helps me do that. So take that for what it will. It's in my toolkit. Just take it for what you will. And I don't have a word for Z. Zest. Zest just came to my, to my brain. So I'll end the ABCs of self-care and wellness with zest. I love the word zest. Zest means it's like in the plane of excitement, you know, as I started this talk, take a moment to think about, not think about, or just ask yourself, what gives me zest in my life? Where is the zest in my life? Where do I have zest? Do I have a zest for my life? Do I have, you know, does something make me feel zestful? You know, for me, it's my art. But to end out the ABCs of self-care, Lean into your zest, you know, flow into a zest. What I keep saying the words because only you know what that is. Whatever makes you feel, like, bring some excitement and a jolt of zest, lean into that for your care. So with that, I know I covered a lot, but I'm hoping that, um, I'm hoping that I've demystified the concept of self-care for you all. Like these are tools that, you can use and and these are practices that you may you may already be familiar with but just it's just about layering it on that's where the practice comes in you layer it on you know um you know you you, you train yourself as a habit you know as, as habits like oh i'm feeling i'm not feeling good oh i know i know what makes me feel good let me do just that or oh i have to go to the bathroom no nothing else matters stop and go to the bathroom Oh, I need to make that follow-up doctor's appointment. The doc, it's not up to the doctor for you to make the follow-up appointment. It's up to you. Oh, I left one thing out. I'm sorry. And this is from the realm of Ayurveda as well, but it's not that serious. Oil massage um, as an act of self-care. So for some of you that can see the screen, when you're nourishing yourself with, with oils, you're nourishing your skin, which is the largest tissue, but you're drawing when you're using 
these uh, natural oils like coconut oil or olive oil, or you know, you can go online and get Ayurvedic blends of oils. You're, you're using nature to nourish your skin and nourish your tissues on a deep level. You're sending, you're, you're, you're healing with your hands. And when you're doing a self-massage with the oil, you're actually calming your nervous system. You're bringing the blood pressure down. You're, you're sending a touch signal that everything's gonna be okay. So I left that out always for oil, um, using oils to do massage. So anywho, I know I went all over the place, but I hope that you've got some ideas and I hope you have clarity around self-care. It's not, it's not that deep. It's not that mystical. Self-care is the way of life and the way of thinking that you are your first physician. You are your first doctor. If you are not feeling well, that is a sign and a cue and a signal to stop, to pause and draw your healing to yourself and take care of yourself and honor yourself first and then self-care is a practice you're doing it it layers on you know you have to keep doing it for it to become a lifestyle habit so with that lola land i love you i want you to take care out there oh i'm sorry i have one thing i want to share um you can also a place if you're overwhelmed to start with your self-care you know i can uh, just reach out to pleasance and i we we have an array of different self-care assessments that you can take and it's not that serious they're simple checklists or whatever to start identifying some places and spaces where you can target and work on uh for your self-care you know do you need to improve your self-care for your physical body your physical health around food sleep water um do you need uh some addressing around the mental health around the way that you think and and, and, and turning your thoughts having your thoughts and your mind become a, a garden as opposed to a prison do you need spiritual uh self-care do you need emotional self-care does your heart need help and help so anywho reach out to us if you want uh, a, a, a self-care assessment we can just share uh, the tools that we have online <laughs> there is a self-care uh, tool and questionnaire that'll give you some very down-to-earth things to do to call you feel like shit.com. I know that sounds crazy, but it actually is. It is, it, it is, it has been cited in several mainstream magazines. Um, it's used in hospitals, actually some hospitals, but the, it, it's called the, the creator of this questionnaire is so vivid because it's trying to call people's attention. And the website is called you feel like shit. And it's a self-care assessment <laughs> and it is a real assessment. And if you walk through the questions, they will ask you real questions that are clinically, you know, come from clinical places of assessing your self-care and gives you real things that you can do for you your unique self to get started on your journey self-care so take care out there i love you if you want to get in contact with me or jam with me more about self-care to, to point you in the right direction holler at me reach out to me at rita at take care out there <laughs>